0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grandpa's Playlist right here on Spotify. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Grandpa's Playlist right here on Spotify. I'm your host, Paul, also known as Grandpa the Nerd, around certain people and individuals. Maybe you don't know me as that yet, but you will. You will. Um, I like to do for people who don't aren't aware. Got to do the intro. Got to do the intro. I do albums. Well, I don't do albums. I play albums for you. Give you some insight, some information about the album, maybe the singers, and in my opinions and anything else that comes to mind. Because that's what old guys do. They ramble. So, um, if you, so, like I said, if you're new, this is what I do. Um, this show here on Spotify strictly for albums, but sometimes I ramble on about other things. But bear with me. Um, this week, oh, no, shit, can't say this week. Well, I could, cause I just dropped these close back to back. But I don't. I I'm not gonna have a regular pattern of dropping shows, so just have to bear with that. Also, so I'll say this episode. It's what I should have said. This episode. This episode is the debut album from January twenty third, nineteen ninety, from the band Slaughter. That's right. The album is Stick It to You. And I tell you what, I love this album. I think this is a fine example of a well-put-together hairband. Yes, yes. Now, I don't like using that word, hairband. I just would like to say they're a hard rock band. But, for everybody out there in the world today, they like to have genres. Gotta have a genre. Well, okay, so, Slaughter. Prime example of a perfect hairband. They got uh, great musicians, great songs. It's just, I hope you love this album as much as I did. Now obviously, I'm not going back to the 80s, even though this was released in January of 1990, which we both know. Well, it probably is both, because I don't have any listeners, so probably the both of us know. Um, January 23rd was the beginning of the year. So technically, yes, it came out in the 90s, but it was written back in the 80s, when it was great to be alive. Woo! Grandpa living in the past. So anyway a little bit of information and I'll give you a song. Because I'm not professional. I'm not a very professional guy. So, you know, I don't want you guys to be like, this guy sucks. I probably do. But stick with me. I might suck good. Wait a minute. Uh, Never mind what I just said. We'll just keep that under our hats. Um, this album sold over two million copies and became one of the biggest albums of 1990. So there you go. I used, to, I love these guys so much. I think they were like the 90s, John Bon, uh, the, not John Bon Jovi, but this—they are the '90s Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi ruled in the '80s. Um, you know, they, they kicked ass in the '90s too. But you know, Slaughter, man—they—I don't know. You, you'd have to be the judge. You'd have to be the judge. So let's get things started. Let's get things started. Now this is a 13-track album, and I like to go two, 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 two. But because it's 13, I'm going to do one. Then I'll go into two, two, two. So this is the first track on the album and it's called eye to eye so sit back and enjoy some kick-ass hair metal Well, that was Eye to Eye. I hope you liked it. I think it's a fabulous song. Good way to start off an album. I always like an album to start off strong. Excuse me. You ever uh, come across an album that started off weak? And you're like, man, this album's going to suck. And then, like, I don't know, 75% of the time it does. But then there's that 25% that's like, oh, they improved. But then you get albums that start really strong and end weak, too. I mean, it goes both ways. But I felt this album started off great. Eye to Eye is an awesome song, and it gave you an idea of what you're going to be getting from Slaughter. Now, this album was nominated for Best Metal Album at the '91 American Music Awards, and it won. That's right, it won. It won. It beat Bruce Dickinson and Don Dokken. Now you're asking yourself, well, how were how how did they uh, a Best Metal Album? You know how they beat Bruce Dickinson and Don Dokken. Well, I think it was I do do recall correctly what my wife said. She, I think she left it out. But I think it was the new, new, new band, like new, new music. New. So this was, I think, Bruce and Don's first solo album they were going up against. I don't know. Um, Dawkin, I love Dawkin, but uh, you know, sometimes he's hit or miss. And I love Bruce Dickinson. You know, Tattooed Millionaire was a great, you know, great song, great album that came. You know, I, just, I love Bruce, but Slaughter, I, I give it to him. You know, they came out strong with this album, and I love it. Or I could just be talking out of my ass and making no sense. So however you want to take it. Um, now this album, um, I saw them tour, and now I am getting old, so I don't know correctly, but I do believe I saw them open up for the tour. That was uh, uh it was uh, it was uh, Slaughter, Faster Pussycat, and Kiss. Um, it was Hot in the Shade, I do believe, and I saw them at Tinley Park which is in Illinois, and I do believe, yes, because I do believe that was the lineup, because I love Slaughter, I love Faster Pussycat, and I really love Kiss, but Hot in a Shade was just a shitty album, and I, you'll probably, there's, there's a lot of albums that disappoint me in this world. There's two that you'll hear a lot, because this is on my third episode here. I, like I said, I did this show before, but, you know, that's, I don't have the, I'm not going to redo those episodes. I'm not going to re edit them or anything. So, you know, if, if you ever, you know, f- come across Grandpa's playlist anywhere else, um, you'll see that uh, I, you know, I I love hair metal. And I forgot where I was going with that. Jeez, crapper, crackers. Oh, yeah, the concert. There's two things that I really, really bug me. It's Kiss is Hot in the Shade. That's right, Hot in the Shade. And I don't have a problem with Dynasty. You know, you know, had his disco. I didn't have a problem with Dynasty. I didn't have a problem. I love The Elder. I think Kiss, The Elder is a great album. But Hot in the Shade, Hot in the Shade is my, like, th- that's that's my sane anger for for Kiss. And then, obviously, the other album, you know, because I just mentioned it. So those are the two that really chat my hide. So you'll hear from time to time me talk about those in comparison to stuff. And then when it comes to singers, I like to refer to singers when they get Vince Neolitis, it's time to move on. And I'm that all I'm sure that explains itself. But I still went to the show because I like KISS. I like Faster Pussycat, and I really like Slaughter. So I was like, you know what? I'll go. It's the Hot in the Shade tour. They'll play some Hot in the Shade, but they'll play some old stuff. And they did play some old stuff. So I wasn't completely disappointed. You know, when I listen to Hot in the Shade, I'm just a big mess and sobbing like a baby because I, I just don't like the album. And, but when you throw in other Kiss songs, it it made it better. It made it better. But, so yeah, I saw Slaughter. um, I do believe it was in Tinley Park that summer. I mean, I could be wrong, but I do remember seeing them in concert. I get shit mixed up. If anybody wants to Google check me, uh, Google check me. And uh, see if uh, Grandpa's making any sense. So with that, let's get on to the next two songs. Um, We have Burning Bridges at number two. Or track number two, Burning Bridges. And track three, which is Up All Night. Now, this was the first single. The video was directed by Michael Bay. And we all know who he is. He's like the guy that everybody loves to hate. Because, oh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay movies suck. Oh, Michael Bay this. Michael Bay that. Michael Bay this. Michael Bay that. But, yeah, Michael Bay's rolling around in a bed full of money. And is rich as a motherfucker. And, but yet nobody likes him. So... Go figure, but he directed the music video, and it, and it was listed on the New York Times list of the 15 essential hair metal videos. So, see, when I got on the bandwagon early with Slaughter, I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was talking about. So, yes, sit back and enjoy track two, Burning Bridges, and track three, Up All Night. Well, I hope you enjoyed those two tracks. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. I have to say, there. I don't know. I I do a thing at the end where I give you my top three. This one's gonna be hard. This one's gonna be real hard. But because there's, I don't think there's a damn song on here that I don't like, or that I don't think there's a song on here that makes me uh. You know, you ever get those, yeah, that song's okay. That song's okay. I wish they had done this or that or it was okay. Or even if you watch some other, other stuff, you know, that song wasn't any good. You know, but this one, this album, I can't think of one song on here that I don't like. And that's why I'm telling you, this is one of the most classic, perfect hair metal albums of all time. Yeah, I will take that to my grave. It's one of the best. Didn't say it was the best, but it is one of the best hair metal bands albums of all time. I think it's one of the best hair metal debut albums of all time. You know, I you know, I I I don't know. I just that's what I think. I like Motley Crue. I you know, I love their debut album, Too Fast for Love. But I still think this is a stronger album. So hey. So anyway, on to some information. Slaughter formed out of what remained of the Vinnie Vincent invasion after Chrysalis Records took away their $4 million contract uh, for overextending their line of credit in 1988. Now, if anybody knows, see, here's your link. Here's your link. Because they toured with Kiss. They were part of the Vinnie Vincent invasion. And then they moved on without Vinnie, obviously. Two of them did. Uh, Dana Strum and Mark Slaughter, which I'll probably get to in my notes. But, um... They, this was what, you know, Vinnie Vincent. I'm not a big Vinnie Vincent fan. You know, there's some Vinnie Vincent Invasion songs that I liked. He wasn't a bad guitar player, but I just wasn't, I just couldn't get into it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I just couldn't get into Vinnie Vincent. I don't think, I don't feel he fit Kiss, didn't have the look. I don't know. I, I'm picky. I'm a very, I am a Kiss snob. I will throw that out there. I'm a Kiss snob. Now, I think Gene Simmons is a dick, and I think Paul Stanley is a goof, But I have respect for them, what they did musically, and what they did for the band, KISS, and what they've done for music. But as individuals, eh. But I love the band. It just seemed to me like Vinny didn't fit. He just didn't fit. But maybe I'm just, like I said, I'm a KISS snob, so maybe that's just part of it. But uh, uh, they transferred the contract to Mark Slaughter and Dana Strum, and Slaughter was born. Uh, the lineup for the band was finally complete in 1989 with the addition of lead guitarist Tim Kelly and Blas Elias on drums. Um, that is a very good combination. That whole, all four of those guys. That was a, I. I will probably say this a million times and bore the shit out of you. And you know, I'm sorry for that because I can be boring and repetitive, old age, and I got other mental health issues. But this is like like I said, it's the perfect lineup, it's the perfect album. I just... I, w- I would I would debate anybody all day long about this album. It, I just find it perfect. It's just one of those rare moments of a perfect album. Not every band sucks. Or I shouldn't say, well, there are a lot of bands that suck. But just because your album doesn't do too good, I don't consider, you know, oh, well, there is like, you know, they had 10 tracks and six of them were good, the other one sucked. But I don't consider you a shitty band because of that. So... But this one, this one is perfect, and I don't feel there's a lot of, a lot of bands do come out with that perfect album at some point. Very rare to see it from their first album, at least in my opinion. I gotta throw that out there, my opinion. So this, perfection. I feel it's perfection. So with that, let's get on with uh, the next two tracks, which is track four, Spend My Life. I wanna spend my life with you, baby. I wish I could sing like him and track five thinking of June So check these out Well, that was track four and five, Spending My Life. I don't, you know, I think most of these songs made it on MTV and on the radio. I don't think a whole bunch, I think a whole bunch of these made it. I think most of this album got airplay. I mean, I don't really recall, because when I find a band that I like, I just listen to their albums, you know, so I didn't really listen to a lot of radio. I mean, now I listen to satellite radio or I use Spotify, but I don't really, you know, I don't really listen to commercial radio now. I mean, thank goodness. I, I'm a commercial person. I don't like commercials. And I don't like, you know, the morning shows that are all talk. I'm just, I'm more of a give me the music. Because I'm a, such a music fanatic and a, a lover of music. It's like, I don't want to hear you talk. Just play the music. You know, which is rich coming from a guy who's talking in between songs. But podcasting's different. You This is what you expect to at a podcast. You know, a little more than a radio show. But, you know, so, yeah, makes me hypocritical. But, you know, I listen to other people's podcasts. I don't mind people talking to me, you know, giving me information. I that don't mind. I'm talking about, you know, I don't need to hear about, you know, I don't need you to goof on this and goof on that. Try to make me laugh in the morning. And, you know, I'm I'm grumpy in the morning. Don't make me laugh because it ain't going to work. Well, at least for me. I know a lot of people love morning shows and all that stuff. It's just not me. For me, I'm just give me the music, plain and simple. When satellite radio came out, I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And then when all the streaming stuff came, you know, it's like with Spotify. It's like, oh, now I don't have to listen to nothing. So there you go. Now, I'm going to lay this out here real quick. Um. I'm not. I'm like I said. I'm not professional. I um a lot. I say this. I say that repetitively, and I'm sure that's annoying. I didn't go to college to learn how to broadcast. I don't own a thesaurus so I can say all these different words. I'm just a regular, simple guy. You know, living in a house. You know, living with his wife. Grandchildren live here. I'm just a normal dude. All right. But I'm unprofessional, and I'm sometimes I you know trip over my words, and you know I do this and that. I'm not going to go back and re-record. I feel go with your gut is the way to go in this world. Um, write down or think of what you're going to say and then just say it. If you, you know, you may regret it later because you may have pissed somebody off or said something you shouldn't have. But that's the way it goes. I go with my gut. So I don't do take two, take three, take four. I do one take. I'm one take Paul and that's the way it goes. So you have to bear with my unprofessionalism. You know, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not sorry, because that's who I am, but I'm sorry that you got to deal with it. So, let's get on to some more music with that. So, now we're going to get on to track 6 and track 7. Now, track 6 is She Wants More. And track 7 is Fly to the Angels. Now, I'm telling you right now, Fly to the Angels, I'm not a ballad guy. I am not a ballad guy. But this is one of the best ballads I've ever heard. Um, I think, I don't know if I mentioned it, I get confused, like like I said, there were some early grandpa's playlists that aren't, that weren't on my network, well, Spotify's not my network, but they, I was doing them for someone else, and then, you know, I went on to to do my own thing, because having his, having him get pulled and flagged for music violation rights and copyright monster coming out of everywhere, I left, so he wouldn't have the headaches. And then doing it through Spotify, I can use the music and this, that, and the other for the way they had their podcast set up, so... You know, I only, I left, I didn't want to leave him, but I did it as a favor because it makes things easier on him because no one likes to deal with copyright flags and shit like that all the fucking time. So, so I left. Um, so I don't know when I bring up stuff. I might have said it before on a, on one of his shows or on one of mine that are on Grandpa's playlist here on Spotify. I don't know. But I do know, I mean, I, but I do. I, so I'll say it again. I'm not a big fan of ballads, you know. They're not, some of them aren't so bad. Some of them are kind of, ugh, you know, quit singing about your girl. Damn, I don't care about your girl. Don't care. But this song, great song. Love it. One of the best ballads of all time. I said it, but one of the, one of the. Everybody likes to put words in people's mouths. Oh, you think it's the best, motherfucker? It's not, man. It sucks. Well, I don't think it sucks, but I do believe it's probably one of the best ballads. So, chick, so chick back. So, sit back. Check out She Wants More and Fly to the Angels.
1: Wanna take it to the movies? She don't like no show. But she likes to see how far your credit card can go. got to push it to the limit by the way to the top. I'll just say that word, cause you know she just can't stop. she's going to. Look <laughs>
0: Well I'm moving right along here I thought I would be more gabbing But I might end up still being more gabby So just so just bear 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 with me Alright well What did y'all think about Flight of the Angels Do you agree with me Do you agree it's like a really good ballad Now I'm sure there's some of you out there Some of you that no matter How good the ballad is You're going to hate it So I know not everybody's going to like it But do people out there who do like ballads Do you think that's one of the greatest ballads of all time I do Maybe there's a few handful that agree with me. Probably a lot of females, but who who knows. But uh, respect to you guys that don't like, you know, that totally 110% hate ballads. Because I'm almost there with you. Not completely, but almost. Now, Tim Kelly died in February of 1998. Uh, after an 18-wheeler crossed the middle lane, middle line. And hit Kelly's vehicle head-on. The driver of the truck was under the influence of at least three different drugs at the time of the crash, and was sentenced to a measly three years in jail. Fuck you, truck driver. You know what? I don't care if it was purpose or accidental. I don't care. If you, oh well, he had a drug problem. You know, let, let's give him three years, let him do his time, and then you know, let him get, help him get cleaned up. Fuck that. He should have got more than three. Now, there's probably some people out there who won't agree with me, and that's fine. But I believe, you know, something like this three years wasn't enough. I think he should have got more time than that. He killed a talented person. Now I'm not saying just because he was a talented person it should be more. I, anybody, anybody under the under this clouds, under our roof, under this under our sky on this planet, any of them who's killed by somebody being neglectful, they should do at least more than three. I mean, at least more than three. Um, I know sometimes people have issues and, and problems because drugs are a problem, and I know it's very, very hard to kick. But three years just doesn't seem like enough for me. It just doesn't. But it's it's done. It's history. It's over with. So we'll move forward. Um, Mark Slaughter now um, has only ever done the Vinnie Vincent invasion, obviously the band Slaughter, and two solo albums but he is an active participant in charity work with St. Jude's Children's Hospital. And I, you know, I donate to St. Jude's too, you know, a couple times a year cuz I think it's very important. Now, I'm not advertising for it. I'm just saying it's a good charity. You know, whatever charity you find is the best for you and your money, that's your choice. For me, it's St. Jude's. Um I feel, ba- you know, I feel I have a soft spot for kids and I don't like to see them suffering. Um so I like to help them out you know you know 3 times a week i drive uh, uh disabled adults to and from their uh, from their workplace to home and you know i just i have a soft spot for people who can't take care of themselves let me say that children or adults but i really hate to see children suffer i just really do it breaks my heart and it's like you know so so it's it's good on him that he does something like that much respect for him too but I always wondered, and I know I don't think it's in—I don't think it's in here. I don't know why they went with Slaughter. Why didn't they call it Strum or come up with a different name? They just called it Slaughter, you know, after Mark, which I always wondered why. And if I come across it in my notes, because I haven't reviewed my notes, but you know, my wife writes—my wife writes everything for me. She goes and researches, finds information. Obviously, the first place she goes is Wiki. That's where everybody goes. So she goes to Wiki and then she looks up other stuff when there's not enough information on wiki and tries to find me uh tries to find me the best uh uh the best information t- t- to write down so sometimes i don't read what she writes i just you know you got to trust her been married to her for like 25 years so you just trust it she writes it down you just trust it cuz let me tell you if i don't if i question her i'm doomed so i just let it go you know if I come across something I don't see if I come across something that I notice is a little wrong or off I'll fix it in my head and when I record it because she doesn't listen to my podcast for one she doesn't like the music that I do she's not a big most of the music I listen to she doesn't like um, so she that shows there's one reason not to and I personally believe the second reason is it's me I mean you live with somebody for 25 years you hear them constantly all the time every day over and over what's what you want to get in the car and listen to them again when they're not even in the car? So, yes, I'm pretty sure that's the real... I think that's the real reason she doesn't listen to it. But, you know, I won't question her because I'm too smart for that. Way too smart to question her. So, you know, what what are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right, so... That was, uh... You, you did six and seven. So now... We're going to track eight, which is Mad About You. And track nine, which is which is That's Not Enough. So sit back... And like I always say, enjoy. Got four tracks to go. That's it, just four. And they ain't gotta listen to me no more, which makes me wonder why you're here in the first place. Maybe I maybe I promoted somewhere, or someone told you about me. Well, if you didn't like what you heard, don't worry. I'm gonna do a lot more albums from different genres. You know, coming up. I don't wanna I don't wanna let the cat out of the bag and tell you, but I'm gonna do some stuff that's not metal. Um, you know, some country, some regular rock. So if what I got. F- if what I got for it, f- with what I'm doing now, you know, so far the albums I've done, you're like, none of this music I like. That's fine. Cuz I will hopefully do something you do like. Because like I've said before, I do this show to open the eyes of people or open the ears of people to bring back some of the old music that people have forgotten. No, I don't I'm not a big fan of pop music. So scratch that. You could I could already tell you right now I don't like pop music, but a lot of people do and i don't have a problem with rap music. so nowadays everybody seems to like the pop and the rap and the and the country. you got country guys making, you know, you got country singers who are doing it with a rock twist, you know, and you know, so it's like this music that i that i love and cherished, people have forgot about. so i do this to try to hopefully somebody comes hopefully somebody comes across, hopefully somebody with no time on their hands at all. Is going through podcasts and somehow miraculously they come across mine and they're like, "Whoa, I never heard of this album!" And that's what it's all about: getting people to listen to stuff that they haven't heard before. That that's all it is. That's that is completely all it is. I just I have a thing, you know. I just I think people should remember because a lot of the bands nowadays who are out there, some of this stuff that I'm showing you guys and letting you you know playing for you guys. That's stuff that they liked as kids, and that's what motivated them. Um, so that's why I, that's why I do this. I just want people to remember music. That's why I'm going to be doing my own show called Grandpa's World on YouTube, because I want people to remember things and look back on things fondly and be like, oh, okay, now I see where this came from because of that. Awesome. That's what I do it for. So anyway, so here's some more information. Uh, Dana Strum has stayed with the band since its creation, but he also has worked with Vince Neil during his solo stuff. Um, after seeing Randy Rhodes play in small venues, he knew right away that Rhodes would be would make it big. Um, he had a lot of, and he had a lot. He, he knew that he'd make it big because he had a lot of talent. Um, when Ozzy was fired from Black Sabbath, Strum introduced Rhodes to Ozzy. When Ozzy decided to start a solo band after Rhodes ultim, after Rhodes untimely death. Strum was contacted and tasked with helping to find a replacement. Eventually, Jakey Lee was hired. So, Dana Strum's been around. He knows people. He goes things. He's the kind of guy that gets things done. So, kudos to Dana Strum for being a part of music history. Because I know Jakey Lee was eventually fired. And, uh, Zach came in. Now, I'm a bigger fan of Zach Wild's guitar style and playing than I am Jakey Lee. But I don't take anything away. Jakey Lee's a good guitar player, and you know, after losing Randy Rhodes, I feel it was a good fit. But for whatever reason, he was let go. He was let go. Um, I probably know why he was let go, but my brain's not opening the right file in the filing cabinet, so I can't come up with it. And I'm not going to sit here for 20 minutes thinking about it, boring the shit out of you people. So that's that's so that's the information on Dennis Trump. Um Couldn't find any information on the other guys except for the one guy is gone. Um, couldn't find anything on Elias, but, uh, he's a great drummer, I, you know, I don't, you know, doesn't, I ain't taking anything away from him, just couldn't find any information, but he's still with the band. Um, so let's get on to the next two, which would be track 10, which is, uh, You Are The One, and track 11 gave me your, so check it out. Done. So bear with me just a little longer. We've only got two songs left, and I've got no more information. So now you're just going to get some babbling bullshit from me. Um. Now, like I said, I, 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 you know, I don't remember. I think I got this album in March, maybe. Um. I had seen the video for uh, Up All Night, and I'd heard the song on the radio. But I don't think I bought the album for a little while, because in 1990, you know, you didn't make a lot of money back then. And I don't think I had the money at the time to buy it, but I did eventually get it. I think I got it in March, but I could be wrong. But I was aware of it from the day it came out, because I remember seeing it in the record store, which I do believe was Coconuts. I'm a little iffy on that, but it was in Illinois. Um, so, I've been a fan of this album since the beginning. And I'm still a fan of Slaughter. Um, Some of their latter albums weren't as strong as this. Like I've said before, I don't know. Like I said, I I don't know if they came out so strong; they had a lot to live up to, and I don't think they could do it. This is one of those albums that should have came later. Um, You come out of the gate swinging, and you're going to be tired by the time you get to the end of the match, and you might lose. So. That's why I feel you know, I still love their music, but some of the later stuff was a hit or miss with me. But this this album, I mean, it was it was a stand up album. It was awesome. It was perfect. It was a great debut. I just think having such a strong debut hurt them in the long run. And then, of course, it didn't help that you know grunge, you motherfucker, grunge showed up and fucked everything up for all of us. Uh, you know, for all of us uh, hair band people. You know, fuck. Fucking grunge. <gasps> so you know, I, I love grunge music. It's good stuff, and I listened to it, and loved it too. But I missed the I missed the hair bands. You know, they disappeared. Now they're starting to come back, but I'm more apt to go see one of them, like Enough's Enough or something, here in a local bar in Chicago. You know, in Illinois or here in Wisconsin. You know, Enough's Enough or you know, go to the Summerfest and see them. You know, other than going to play, going to listen to Motley Crue, you know, sound like crap for like two hundred dollars to sit in the nosebleeds. Nah, screw that. You know, if you're if a hair band from the old days is just getting together just to bring out the music and have a good time, and if they make a buck, they make a buck, but they don't care about raking us over the coals, I'm cool with that. But nah, Motley Crue, they no, and you go back and listen to my other episode, I sided with John Karabi on how he felt Mars didn't quit. He was fired, and the day after I post that episode, boom, Mick Mars is suing him because he was fired. So, there you go. Just goes to show what I said last time. Nikki Six and Tommy Lee are fucking assholes. There, I said it. Now, like I said in that episode, I still love my Motley Crew from the past, and I listen to my Motley Crew anytime I get a chance, and I feel like it. But they're, you know, I, I have proven to people who listen to me that I can hate somebody or dislike somebody or disrespect or not have any respect for somebody. But I still like their music or their movies because that's what you do. I don't care about people's personal lives. Yes, when celebrities throw it, I don't like to air out my dirty laundry. But when celebrities do it, you have no choice. But okay, well, I hear what they had to say and they're idiots and move along. But I don't take away their work. They're, I'm not going to, you know, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna hashtag cancel this person. I'm never going to do that. Because that's not fair. They did something wrong, and that's fine. But there were other people involved. If one person in a movie does something wrong, why are we going to take away the possible income from the people who put it together and all the people who worked hard on it? Because one person screwed up. I'm not going to do that. Now, the two people in Motley Crue, that's two out of the four, but I still like the band. I still can't, I mean... You know, they, Motley Crue is just an historic band in my opinion, but the way they are now, they fucking, they're assholes. Tommy and Nikki are just straight up assholes, so I'm not gonna, I'm just saying, I, I was right. Mick was fired, so that's, so there's another reason to listen to Grandpa, because I'm on the edge. I'm on the cusp of reality over here, so yeah, so I hope Mick wins, I hope he's not, you know, break through the coals and they try to make him look bad because he's a great guitar player and all the information he's dropping, it's a shame. So I'm glad I never went to a Motley Crue concert because I didn't want to hear a recording. I didn't want to hear a recording, which is like I've said, once you catch Vince Neolitis, it's time to ride off into the sunset. Like I said on that episode last night, or the episode that I dropped last night, which is, you know, the episode before this one. Um, Motley Crue needs to go away. And I don't mean it in a bad way. It's just time to retire. Head off to the sunset. Time to, you know, just give it up. You know, we ha- we'll we always have the memories and we'll always have our old vinyl and it's time to move on. So, then the same with Slaughter. You know, I love Slaughter and they still come out and do stuff, but their day has come and gone. As long as they don't try to do a reunion and charge $250 a pop and want to lip sync everything, I- I'm fine with that. But if you're going to play the Motley Crue card, just don't. Just don't. So, two more songs, and this is, then we're done. Well, we're done until, you know, I do my uh, random track of the night. So, this one is track 12, Desperately, and track 13, Loaded Gun. Check them out. guys well <clears throat> excuse me all right guys well there you have it the debut album from slaughter called stick it to Ya" from january 23rd 1990 which i still will say is a hair metal band that came out in the 90s but it's got the feel of the 80s because obviously that's when they were writing everything so this is an 80s hair band album and i'm sticking to it i'm sticking to it so i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope uh you didn't get too annoyed with my rambling and you know, my preaching, if that's what you want to call it, rambling, arguing. Not, well, not I didn't argue with anybody, but rambling and, uh, you know, it, just I hope, you did, I hope I didn't annoy you too bad. I'm sure some of you are ready to strangle me, which is fine. You have that right. And I cause people to want to do that. So, but I hope most of you enjoyed it. Um, like I said, um, I don't know what I'm doing next. I've got a, let's, you know, I've got some stuff coming, and this is stuff that maybe your parents would enjoy, you know, like my parents. I mean, like I'll give you an example. One of the albums I'm getting ready to do is is a George Harrison. So there you go. That shows you, okay, this guy does go back, and he does have, you know, a lot of different uh, music tastes. So yes, it one of the albums is a George Harrison album. So you know, I may go back and do some Beatles, and you know. I'm not gonna stick to just hair metal and rock I'm gonna, like I said, when I really say I wanted people to remember music from back in the day I really meant it So, alright guys Well I hope you enjoyed it And once again oh, oh, I almost forgot Oh my god, see, I'm getting old I'm losing my fucking mind Um, I had to pick my top three Grandpa's top three So here they are These are my top three on this album And this was hard This was very hard for me because this whole album is fucking solid. But these are my top three. My number one is Up All Night. mainly because it's good. And for two, it was the first one I heard. So it's Up All Night and then Desperately and then Fly to the Angels. So there's my top three. Up All Night, Desperately, and Fly to the Angels. So there you go. Now the rest of these songs are awesome. And I wish I could have, you know, did my top 13 on this one and just picked the whole album. But I gotta stick with the three. So there you go. I almost forgot now on to what I was getting ready to say for uh, the random song of the night I don't know what it is when I go to record this but when I put it together I throw a song on there it could be anything any genre it just won't be pop it won't be soul it won't be R&B but it could be anything else and uh, I tack it on the end and you know that's how the show goes so stick around and listen to that so until next time Grandpa Loves All of You whether you hate me or not you like me or not i love you all and even if i had zero listeners i still enjoy doing this feels therapeutic for some of the problems that ail me so i hope you enjoy hope you stick around and listen to the last song and until next time i love you all and have a good night